This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So on Hargrave and Armstead specifically, and by the way, this is a deep, deep rotation that the 49ers run on the defensive line. This is eight deep. Um, and, and they'll use everybody and give guys, you know, I, I think Bosa leads with 70% of the snaps. And then you go all the way down to Kerry Hyder, who's guy number eight, and he's 25% of the snaps. There's a lot of heavy rotation here. Um, but the, the the main grouping here has been Bosa, Armstead, uh, Hargrave, and then the end has – it's been Farrell, but it's Jackson. also Jackson. Jackson, yeah. Jackson had a yeah. great week one, hasn't really done as much since. But Hargrave, I think that what I saw – what I've seen a lot from him, Brian, I, I see he's off the ball – Fast. That's his deal. That's his He's deal. So quick off the ball. Yeah, uh, he lines up. I, I didn't. I saw him most frequently line up as a two eye. Is yeah, what I saw. Yeah, and he. I mean, he's just. And we we're familiar with. Him but see, that's what I'm saying. When the, if you look at where they line up, Bobby. Uh, real quick, I'm sorry to interrupt you, and that's terrible on my part. I was just trying to get this point in. No, you're good. That's 85 percent of the time. It's going to be the way the stats show it or alignment. Is that that you get Armstead on the left side, Hargrave on the right side? So flip it in your mind, left and right. But the left defensive end or left tackle, right tackle, and that's how they play. There's not, yeah. you know, there's not a lot of switch over. You know, now no, it's not like over under. It's not like yeah. okay, close side Armstead. Right, which, which exactly. They they front. stay they stay yeah. right where they stay. Bosa yep. stays right where he stays. Yep. You know, that's how they play their line. So if you want to game plan it that way, um, you know, I, I, the, 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 the area that I would worry about, and I don't know about what's the situation with Tyron Smith. And I know that as we tape this on a, what night is this? This is a, this is a Thursday, Thursday night. As we, as we tape this on a Thursday night, you know, we, Tyron Smith practiced a little bit today. Well, he was but, full. He was full, but yeah, it's it's, but, it's trending okay, better. But talking to people in the organization, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's still got to get through a no practice on a Friday, right? We'll yep. see how that goes. Saturday is going to be important, and we'll see what happens on him on Sunday. So yeah. I don't think I don't think they're completely out of the woods yet on Tyron Smith. That's no, not, the vibe I'm yet. getting. Yeah, not not yet for sure. I do, but you need him to play. I think. He wasn't very good at right tackle last year uh, in this game against. He wasn't Bosa. very good at right tackle. Period. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the year, and so I, I think you're right. Tyron would be a big boost here. Jumping back over to San Francisco's offense real quick, McKivitz and and the way that he struggled, and uh, you know uh, Spencer Burford, the uh, UTSA kid. Um, good player. Think, he, he, I think he's got. I think he's got yeah, something. He got some. He's yeah. Still got, he's still got to grow into it a little bit. I think he's right. Still just, He's he's still figuring things out. I agree. There, there are times where he just he gets worked a little bit, but he's, I agree. Got, he's very talented. I agree. Um, when you look at it, do you think some of 
their issues there have also been covered up by just how quick Purdy gets the ball out. Like, like what we're seeing Dak do now, like that's a, that's a big part of what Shanahan's trying to do is just, you know, quick throws. Do you think it's just they're able to mask over it a little bit? They mask over their secondary issues some with the, okay, we've got a great pass rush. Right. And they mask over some of the issues with the right side of the line with, we're going to get the ball out fast. We're not even going to give you a chance to hit us. Well, see, that's the thing about it too is when when Purdy feels the rush – He's not just going to randomly throw it and hope for the best. You know, he's very protect, but he'll fumble the ball. You know, so yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, he will put the ball on the ground. They just, you know, they, they jump on the ball. You got to be ready when he gets hit. The ball's on the ground. You got to be ready for it. How, how much, how much better is the player you've seen on tape the first four games this year than the guy you saw on tape leading into the Oh, he's, it's, He's so confident in the way he's he plays. He's really good. Okay. He, he now, made a, he made a throw early in the, uh, the last game where he just kind of comfortably rolled out and he yeah. went across his body and hit McCaffrey on the second drive, I think. Yeah. And I was just like, that's a veteran. Well, he got throw. pressure. Yeah, he got pressure, and he just kind of kind of floats and then throws the ball back inside. McCaffrey jumped up and got it. The thing, the thing, the, the thing that will, uh, the thing that will uh, get you about uh, a little bit about Purdy is, though, the slants, his receivers pull him out of the ditch sometime. And I mean, yeah. pull him out of the ditch where – Ball's not right out in front. Not you know. I mean, little work. These guys do a great job of Ayuk, and I mean, when Purdy gets in trouble, he will throw the ball to Ayuk, I, and and Ayuk will find a way to get open, and then Purdy somehow gets him the football. But yeah, to your point, I would really, I would like to see the 49ers from have to play from behind. Because I don't know how much of all that eye candy. Now they have the capability of scoring quick. They can hit the ball. They can strike. I. But could they? If somebody is really, you know, getting on them and making them have to work for it, how much of that? How much of the movement are you going to see? The one man screens or the yeah. uh, wheel routes by? How you know? If if I'm the Cowboys too, by the way, and I'm Mike McCarthy, I tell the officials before the game, I'm like, you need to watch that 44. He starts early on motion. He's upfield <laughs> before the mo. Seriously, no, I no. put I put it in the I put it in the the referee's mind. Like, listen, this guy starts early. We're not playing in the CFL. We're playing in the we're playing in the NFL here. You can't take routes upfield early. You know that's illegal. That's that's a, a, a you know legal uh, formation, legal ship, yeah. whatever. Man, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But but to me, I I would like to see Brock Purdy have to play a drop back game and see how that really works out. Because they're not a big they're not a big shotgun team. They're one of the lower teams ranked when it comes. I mean, playing underneath center, they'll do pistol for. But, but that's saying they'll do yeah. pistol. But but how much? I mean, the ball fake and all that. It, your hope is the Cowboys is your offense doesn't pee down its leg. That's yeah. your hope. Because I think what ha- Dan, what's happened the last two years? I think Dan Quinn has an understanding of how to play against Kyle Shanahan. I think he yeah. does. But the problem is, though, offensive line, San Francisco, Bobby. Did you notice pin and pull? Did yep. you notice counter tray? Did you notice? I did. Did you notice all the movement stuff? Yep. You know. You know. I, you know what I also noticed here, and this is not. This isn't just their. This isn't just the offensive line. Like we're just talking about the skill position guys here. Have you seen, and they don't always all do it well, but 
have you, don't have don't you, da- don't block anybody on the defensive line and just run to the linebackers. Well, well, well they'll do that. Yeah, but they'll also with like there's not a lot of duo. They just go. Like, they like, go you know, that, exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, they 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 most teams are like uh, like hip to hip, and then they they secure the down guy and then push to the second level. Yeah, the Martin 49- combo. Yeah. 49ers just they straight say, okay, you got him one on one. I'm going to the linebacker. Well, and what I and I wonder if this is partly why. Have you seen? a group of skill position players more eager to block than the 49ers. Kittle. Like every, every, but, but McCaffrey I mean, blocks. They, they, they all did, that's what I mean. McCaffrey, yeah. Samuel, Kittle, yeah. like yeah. Ayuk, they're, none of them are too I, finesse to do it. They will all block. They'll all get involved yeah. willingly, eagerly. Yeah. And that's another one of these things that I think the Cowboys have to be ready for is that everybody's going to catch a beating on, on Sunday because everybody blocks. I, I, the thing with the one thing that I said about Kittle, I've never seen a star player more willing to do dirty work than this guy. It, it reminds me very it. much. It reminds me very much of a guy like a Heinz Ward who used to play in Pittsburgh. Yeah, they that he takes so much pride in his ability at, that the ball's going to go behind him, and he's not one of these these star tight ends that just catch the ball. He yep. is a legitimate 75% of the time he's going to be in line, he's going to be next to the tackle, and he's going to be there on the right or left in line, and he is going to try and hammer your edge or your linebacker. He loves it. He loves it. He absolutely loves it. And 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 Juszczyk, he loves it too. They 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 all take pride in being it's like when they watch the tape, it's like they give them like a little bonus, like instead of helmet stickers, yeah. like they have a little pot, you know, and they say, okay, this week's blocking award goes to George Kittle and here's the block. And he just destroys somebody. I, you just murdered, uh, murdered uh, one of the uh, Pittsburgh corners yeah. on a ball that went to McCaffrey, just murdered they've, him. They've all got pancake blocks on their tape. All, helmet like, stickers. IU. Samuel, yeah, yeah. The, the the skill position players have pancakes, so they all Shanahan has gotten everybody to buy in to everything totally, that he wants them to do. Totally, and, and that's why I'm saying, can you get can you get ahead of them? Can you get yeah. ahead of them? Make and maybe take them out of that game a little bit. You, I don't you, know. You you need to that that would be a big boost for you because I think right now, look, here's what I saw when I, when I saw this team on tape. Um, they are. I, I don't think you can have. You know, I, I don't think it's a, a debate, really. Like, I mean, it's to me, you had there's a, the team you're playing this week is an objectively better football team. That yeah. that team is so well coached and so tight all the way around. Doesn't mean you're not a really good football team. It doesn't mean by the end of the year you can't be better than them. But right now, today, that's a better football team, and you're going to need a little bit of luck. You're going to need really good execution. You're going to need them to probably make some mistakes. So, Brian, when you watch. When you watch this team from last year to now, where do you think they're tougher than they were heading into last year's playoff game? Where do you think they're more vulnerable than they were heading into last year's playoff game? Vulnerable right tackle, uh, better quarterback. I think the kid has experience. I wasn't expecting him to be back from that elbow injury and all that. That kid, that kid came. He fought. He knew he had a job to do. They... He worked really, really hard. He's got so much confidence playing. But when you pressure him, <clears throat> excuse me, when you pressure him, 
there are things that he he struggles with. Most quarterbacks, when you pressure them, they struggle with some things. Yeah. Can can the Cowboys pressure him? That's going to be the key in this game. Make him throw off his back foot. Make him have to take a sack. Make him you know throw a ball away that you know that he he couldn't complete. I mean Arizona. I mean he damn near completed every pass he threw against Arizona. Yeah. He was 21 of 22. You know, you can't let him get in that kind of mode. You just can't. And, you know, if they don't pressure him or they don't – the Giants did, the Rams did, uh, the Pittsburgh, I know the score got out of hand. But this, this is, in my opinion, this is the best offense that the 49ers have, will have played. This will be the best. The challenge for the Cowboys is this is the best offense they will have played. Before, Just be, before because because of all the you know the eighty five percent of the time they're in motion or doing something you know to kind of throw your game off. Before we go to uh, the mailbag and get our uh, picks in for the game, really quickly here, one area you talk about you need to get up early. And, and you, you know, you've got to find a spark. you got to find a play. I, there's one area that I'm wondering if maybe there's a vulnerability here, Brian, that we're not talking about enough. And I don't know if you paid any attention to it when you're doing your tape study. Is uh, is this 49ers team maybe going to give up some kick return yards to Cavante Turpin? I they didn't. They I didn't don't strike those out of the end zone totally often. Yeah, they, I don't. Yeah, they, I didn't. I didn't notice that as much. 20, yeah. 26 kickoffs. They've had eight returned on them, which eight out like I mean, thirty percent of the time getting the ball run out of the end zone is a higher percentage than most teams allow this year. Uh, but they're allowing twenty three yards per kick return. It looked like some of these things go a little short at times, and sometimes you block them up okay. And so I do kind of wonder if this might be a week for Cavante Turpin in the kick return game, not the punt return, but the kickoff return game. Um, Brian, as uh, before we go to the mailbag here, what is your prediction for this Cowboys? Why don't you go ahead and go first? You go before me. Because you're gonna, you're, are, are you gonna make me look bad here? Or are you gonna hang me out? No, I'm, I'm not gonna hang you out. No, okay, all right. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna take San Francisco. I, I think San Francisco is a better football team right now, um, and they're just. It looks on tape like a team that's going to be really tough for anybody to to beat. This is Jerry said it with us on 105 through the fan last week uh, or early this week uh that that's the team that right now i think the super bowl goes through um so i've got san francisco in this game probably something along the lines of uh you know 24 17 something in that range i've been going back and forth and like i the the one way i feel like it at some point dallas has got to beat the bully some yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't go out there and, and make mistakes. And there were things that I know that Kyle Shanahan will take advantage of or try to. The pin and pull running the game, the motions, the, you know. I, I just, I think San Francisco's got to find it. They'll, they're going to lose a game. You know? I, I get this, I get the sense you do think, just from us talking this through here, I definitely get the sense you think that Dallas is closer to San Francisco than I do, right? I think you do think they're close. You, I think you think San Francisco is better, but it sounds like you think Dallas is closer than I do. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick San Francisco to win this game. I'm going to pick them to win. I think they're going to win this game, 28, 28, 24. I think is what's going to happen. Wow. 28, what a, what 24. 
What a coward. Couldn't even pick the Dallas Cowboys. You're listening to no, the I, you know what? And, and, and I'm trolling you. I'm no, trolling no, you. I know you are. I know you are. It's and it's you know what? It's it's I, you know, this these are the times you hope you're damn wrong. We were laughing with Zach Martin today on the radio about that. Well, like, like always like, you know, hey, how about the guy like Broadus always picks against you and gets on the plane and, and he goes, oh, yeah, we give those guys the side eye all the time. You know, he was just kind of like we were yeah. laughing about it. But, yeah, I mean, it was hard working for DallasCowboys.com and then you would pick the game. But, yeah, Dow, uh, San Francisco 28-24 in this one. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.